Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And we bring you a new investigation yes, into right. the art of living. Yes. Foundation. Always, yes. <laughs> art of living foundation. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like the L. Ron Hubbard exhibition. Oh, yeah. That I always want. It's called the exhibit. Me too. I mean, 50 Frenchmen can't be wrong, and uh, you and I can't be wrong. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That's it for our show. (laughs) So how did we find out about this? Thank you for asking. We found out from a listener. Hey. So... We get the, all these emails boy, oh and boy. messages. We have thousands of emails. And I am far behind on all of them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, don't get any wise ideas here. We uh, <laughs> we often aren't able to complete these suggestions, but we love them anyway. But in this case, we got this suggestion and yeah. we said, hey, that's near us. And actually, I thought might contribute to my life. This is something I'm actually kind of interested in. Exciting. So yeah, you you checked the email and was it a specific event or just, hey, well, you should try this? So it was from a woman named Kathleen O'Clock. I don't know if that's her real name or Sorry, not. Sorry, what time is it? <laughs> it's Kathleen O'Clock, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's her real name or a pseudonym, but it's perfect. <laughs> and she said that she had done Art of Living and she was like, I'm kind of 50-50 on whether this is on the up and up. Interesting. So would you guys go? And so I went and looked and I I remembered the name of the guru when I saw it, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. Yeah. Now I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. I've heard of Ravi Shankar. Isn't he a famous sitar player? Father of Nora Jones. Different Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. This one is alive. That one's one just Ravi Shankar. He doesn't have the Sri Sri. Exactly. He's a spiritual leader. A guru. Yes. And his... A humanitarian, according to his website. Okay, very good, very good. And he, like Scientology, has helped end conflict in <laughs> Colombia. Oh, good. Boy, Colombia is fixed. If you're listening to this from Colombia, email us and tell us, like, just how great it is. Problem you have because I, I really doubt there's anything at all wrong. It's a common life. refrain amongst the Scientologists. They hand out booklets that say obvious things like, you can't be happy if your family has just been killed. Right. Isn't this helpful? <laughs> yeah. And then they take credit for all the improvements in your society. That's correct. And I'm sure there really are problems. That was a joke. So we went and looked at the website, shrishriravishankar.org, and also Art of Living Foundation's website, which is his organization here in the States. And I said, wait a minute, there's one very near us, and they give talks on the reg, and let's go to one. You asked me almost apologetically, like, I don't know, would you actually be interested in this? Like, <laughs> oh, did I? Um, like, well, of course, yeah, oh, okay. let's do it. That yeah, sounds okay. great. Yeah, I don't remember feeling apologetic. Okay. I apologize for my apology. I remember looking up the address after we we had to sign up online. We each filled out a form, so we were registered for this weekend session. And I remembered getting the address and typing it in, and my phone said Christian Science Church. Ah. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. So they hold their services, their whatever this is going to be, their sessions at a Christian Science Church. That should be interesting. So this was on a Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. and they do this every weekend. So Mm -hmm. we could have picked any weekend. But we went on August 12th, and it was at 11.30 a.m. 
I like that. They don't make it too early. Exactly. Not too early, not too late. Especially since you have to travel, well, for me, very far. This is over by USC. Fight on. Which is uh, kind of what? It's downtown. It's snuggly Oh, yeah, legit downtown, like where all the lights are bright and the buildings are (laughs) tall. So I had to take the 5 to the 110 to the 10. It was intense. Who boy. There was a lot of traffic. If you're from around here, you just went, ooh. Thank goodness I have podcasts. And if you're not from here, you just went, huh? It just sounded like an episode of the, The Californians on SNL. No idea. You haven't seen that? I don't remember. Oh, it's pretty funny. It's a soap opera where everybody ends up talking about how they got to a certain place. Like, uh, Ricardo, I wasn't expecting you to be here so soon. Well, I hopped onto Sepulveda, and then I got off on the 405 and escaped the traffic there and turned onto Sunset, and, mm-hmm. and I got here faster than expected. Uh, fun stuff. Well, this is exactly like that. And yeah, you came to meet the founder and discoverer of Art of Living. You got there first. Mm-hmm. You and a gentleman. Yeah, so I got there and there was one guy there. We'll call him Scott. And uh, Scott had actually been to Art of Living Foundation before. Yeah, like 20 years 20 in the years past. 20 years ago, yeah. So he studied meditation there. I've kind of just... Nothing bad had happened, he said. It's just one of those things that fell out of his life. Yeah, he said, that's just something I've learned about myself. I'll get into something for a few years and then drop it and move on. Mm-hmm. He was ready for it to play a role in his life again. Yeah, so I met him first. We were both trying to figure out how to enter the building when he had practiced before it had not been at this location. So I This introduced- building? We got to talk about yeah. this building. Well, so I introduced myself to Mike and we were both trying to find our way into... This enormous, beautiful amphitheater type building. Modeled after classical Greek architecture. The front is like the Parthenon, but then there's this huge cupola on top of it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's huge. And monumental. It is. Yeah. And really, it's a temple. You got to call it a temple. And the reason that it came up as a Christian science church on your map is because that's what it was originally. Yeah, built in 1910. Oh, okay. I thought she said 1903. You might be Somewhere thereabouts was a Christian science building. More recently, in 2010, it was bought by the Art of Living Foundation, Mm -hmm. and uh, some restoration work had been done on it. So you have this very tall and impressive building with all this stonework everywhere and these, uh, oh goodness, I don't know if they're ionic columns or Doric columns, or Mm. oh, I don't know which columns we're going to get emails about it. (laughs) Anyways, they've etched on top their Art of Living Foundation, and there's signs hanging down that say relaxation, chanting, meditation. Meditation, all yoga. good things. Yeah. yeah. Yoga was on there. What's not to like? And there's a marquee out there. It says the art of living, and there's five lines where you could put a custom message, but it just says, smile, LA. Aw. Off center. I will. And down at the bottom. And there's posters out front with uh, lovely people smiling at you. Remind- Here's my hot take. Yeah. Don't care at all if people tell me to smile. Doesn't bother <laughs> me. Do not give oh, two shits. Oh, really? Like if someone sees you on the street, like, Hey, why don't you give me a smile? I'd like to see you smile. I, I don't know. That That's sounded a little right? creepy, but but it, I've never had it come off Get that way. That. Until just now when yeah. I creeped you out. <laughs> yeah, so you shouldn't do it, I guess. Screw off, Ross. Stop that. <laughs> um, I haven't had practice. But when people are just like, hey, why don't you smile? I mean, if it happens every day, I'm sure I'd find it irritating. <laughs> yes. And it's absolutely okay if you find it irritating, dear listener. Yes. But I don't. We agree with you. 
<laughs> we agree with you, whatever you think. <laughs> Just put it in a Word document, pretend you sent it. <laughs> so I showed up and you were both waiting out front. You had just met our host. Yes. She had opened the door for you. She did. She opened these massive doors and out comes this itty bitty woman. We'll call her Bess. So Bess came out and said, oh, are you here for the session? And I said, yes. And she said, great, great, great. She ushered me and Scott indoors. Mm-hmm. And then she she was probably in, what do you think, her 60s? That's exactly what I wrote down here. Okay. So she had an iPad that they had given her to sign everybody in. Ah. But I think maybe iPads were not too familiar to her because she was just pushing every which way on that, that things that aren't buttons, just (laughs) (laughs) trying to manipulate this doohickey. Did you get to see how big the the list was of people she was expecting? She told us. So there were, I think, four people people who had signed up and Scott wasn't one of them. So she's like, okay, so we might have five, but we ended up just the three of us. I I didn't know how many she was expecting, but she just said, let's give it a few more minutes. See who shows up. Yeah. I liked her instantly. She's the sweetest woman. So Scott. Yeah. He's a man, but they were the sweetest people. (laughs) He's also the sweetest woman. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. She had just bright eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just an excitement to her expression. And she had glasses and they amplified those eyes a little bit. And and she had that kind of wild curly hair graying a little bit. And she's pulled it back just to keep it at bay. Very clean. She had all white clothes on. Yeah. White flowing shirt and white flowing pants it was all flowing (laughs) and she yeah she had that kind of glow about her that you know it's just a healthy vibrant happy person yeah instantly instantly liked her yeah anyway we're in love with her pretty much (laughs) the two Uh, of us are in a relationship we all recommend that you go there just so you can meet best so you can fall in love with her and also fall in love with her so we waited for a bit because she wanted to see if other people were coming. But mm-hmm. it turned out to just be the three, well, the four of us with her. Right. And so she said, okay, well, you guys can go on into the main room and I'll meet you in there. It's so funny because she said, you know, I think I think today let's hold it upstairs because, uh, you know, it's just it's a fun room. And so I'm picturing <laughs> they've got a variety of rooms and there's one that's just kind of cooler looking. Well, like a multi-purpose room with crepe paper and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, like a yeah, cool, cool wallpaper, whatever. And so there's these narrow staircases on either side. You walk in, there's a, a whole foyer. It's beautiful tile on the ground and wood everywhere. It looks really nice. But you walk up these little staircases and you're inside this massive dome mm-hmm. that's I don't know, somewhere between like 150 to 200 feet tall, maybe. Yeah, it was very tall. I would not be able to guess the height. I would have been like 800 feet, 700 feet, 1,000 feet. I'm glad she was down there waiting for whoever was supposed to come next because that gave us time to just drink in this room, this cavernous room around us and take some photos. And the windows. Oh, yeah. Beautiful <gasps> windows, predominantly purple, lavender color. Yeah. Oh, just beautiful with the light coming in and we'll the post late photos. morning. Oof. I took some panorama photos. We'll share them with you on Facebook. Check them out. Facebook.com forward slash onrack, O-N-R-A-C. And there were pews there. We were kind of sitting in the pews at first. Pew. And later on, Bess told us that it could seat a thousand people in there. So big room. That's too many people. That's a lot of people. We only had three people. (laughs) Yeah. There's three of us. 
she finally, I guess, gives up, comes up to join she us. She corrals 997 other people on the street, <laughs> brings them in. At some point, it was a few minutes later, we were already into another conversation, but you could hear a uh, thump, 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 like someone trying to wrestle the doors open downstairs. And she said, oh, I wonder who that could be. Well, I locked the doors so they can't get in. Very Noah's Ark. You think she'd say, oh, goodness, I could increase the size of this audience. <laughs> By 50%. <laughs> yeah. Hold on just a second. Oh, wait, a sec- no, 33%. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Hold the phone. I'm going to go check on this person. Nope, they were late. They missed out. <laughs> yeah, wow. And so she set up some chairs and uh, had us all sit very close to the stage. And it, it was just very strange. She had a chair and then barely a foot and a half away from her, the three of us were huddled very closely. This, this was partly because she wanted us to be able to feel a fan on the floor. Oh, yeah. Because it was very hot. Which you very carefully pointed so that it would oscillate between us all and of her. Us. Yeah, because she set it up so selflessly so it only hit the three of us. And Carrie's like, no, no, this is like, important. No, 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 no. Now it's Bass. not hitting Scott. Let's try this again. Yep. That fixed it. And then everybody got their air. It was funny. We're having this very intimate meeting and moment with the four of us in our four chairs facing each other in this massive room. Yeah. And you could hear this faint echo of everything we said. So on the stage behind Bess was was Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. There he was. He was just, we. I know we buried the lead here. Yeah, we forgot to mention he was there. But he was just sitting there, beatifically grinning. Very large portrait, sitting on a chair. Yeah, it was actually his picture. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he had his right fist held in his left hand. And it was interesting. It was somewhere between sort of a peaceful greeting and sort of a, you know, I'll take care of you. Oh, wow. I didn't pick up on the second part of that. (laughs) It's just very easy. But I see how you could get that. I've seen other people do that. So I'm sure that's customary. It's just interesting. The fist. Yeah. He was holding flowers in the image, right? Uh, No, but there were flowers. There were three orchids. Yeah. There were two yellow orchids on either side like by where his feet would be Mm -hmm. and then they'd propped up this lavender orchid they told us it didn't matter but yeah it seems so intentional that this lavender orchid was up higher and leaned toward him but she said nope no particular significance here i thought i had this great observation Mm -hmm. she's going to tell me yes well the two yellow symbolize the undercurrent of peace in the world you know what that reminds me of? What's that? When we were writing back from Tony Alamo and you were like, hey, do the 12 jewels in the cross represent the 12 tribes of Israel? Silence. He wants to know about the jewels in the cross. Yes, they're the 12 tribes. Thank you. Okay. Silence for the rest of the ride. Oh, boy, that was so awkward. Oh, my God. I'd if you haven't heard that one, that. you got to go back. That was great. So, yeah, he was sitting there just presiding over this. And he's a, an Indian gentleman with an illustrious beard. It's a wonderful beard. Yeah, very nice beard. Yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, man. Yeah, I? tell me. Please do. He was born May 13th, 1956. That's so, according to Wikipedia. I don't know. I haven't fact-checked So it. he's in his early 60s. Oh, probably you're right. Like yeah, our what host. does that make him? 62. Yeah, uh, pretty young. Actually, now that I look at him... I could believe he was a relative of Drew's. Really? Yeah, in the cheeks. Ah, interesting. Anyway, so he created the Art of Living Foundation in 1981, a year before you were born. In India, and then he brought it to the U.S., best told us, in 1986. 
and his followers in India were upset and they said, don't go. We've seen what's happened with other gurus. They never come back. They never back. come back. They love the states too much and they like, don't come back to India. Like Mr. Paramahansa Yogananda. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. Sri Sri Ravi Shankar goes back all the time. Yeah, he does. We were assured of that. He spends plenty of time in India. A lot of his philosophy appears to revolve around meditation and awareness and what's the word? Mindfulness mm, mm -hmm. stuff. And this is part of what drew me in is that when I was looking at the website, there were some videos about like different breathing methods and ways of centering yourself and different meditation things to try. Yeah. That seemed pretty practical. And I'm always trying to get more meditation and mindfulness into my life. I feel like every time I have a sort of mental breakthrough about my life mm -hmm. it comes back to well i should have spent more time really centering myself and huh. thinking about what i really felt and thought about that thing yeah yeah and there's always room for more reflection yeah yeah like a like a house of mirrors there's always room for more reflection <laughs> clap 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 <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so that seems to be what his uh, organization is generally about. And then they do a bunch of humanitarian work overseas as well. They have a nonprofit, International Association for Human Values, based in Geneva. Interesting. These are some generically named things. I've got to say, the Art yeah. of Living Foundation, I can't remember. Me neither. I keep wanting to call it the way to happiness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it sounds like such a similar construction. And then I think this was called the Happiness Program or something like that. The Happiness Program is their inaugural program that's a three-day course that we are hoping to take. Okay. Well, that makes me think of the Happiness academy that the Raelians offered Oh, right. Us. Totally. So th this just seems to be the purview of many of these religions and quasi-religious groups is offering you happiness and a foundation and ways to live. It's hard to name shit, though. And institutes for human values. Or the Citizens Commission on Human Rights. That's Scientology. Oh, I kind of like that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not the organization, but the name. <laughs> the name. Okay. Yeah. Kind it is, of the organization. It is hard to name things. It's yes. hard to name things. Yeah. I mean, your gosh darn company was just like, I don't know, what's the founder's name? Wait, are you saying my company? Yeah, the company you founded, Walt Disney Studios. Oh, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's uh, a remarkable individual. No, it's true, you're right, you're right, and we named our show after us, so hey. <laughs> no, no. Hey, Carrie. Yes, uh, Ross is it? Me, yes, I'm Ross. Oh, hey. Hey, sorry to interrupt yeah, our well, conversation here. Okay, good. I'm glad you said it because I wasn't going to be the one. I felt that maybe you had something to tell the audience about shaving as a woman. Yes. Oh, you thought you should be the one to talk about that? No, I thought I should be the one to interrupt us and then talk about you talking oh, about it. Oh, okay. Sort of an entree. Yeah, a segue, if you will. Yes, I will. Like the Dean Kamen kind of segue. Is that the kind that you fall off of and die? Really? Do people die? That's the one the, that, that some police officers ride? Yeah, yeah. Oh, famously, the CEO of the Segway company died being thrown off a Segway. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's like one of the most dangerous things you can ride. Holy crap. I know. Well, that did not revolutionize transportation. <laughs> no. But you know what has revolutionized women shaving? Flamingo. flamingo absolutely now i personally have a flamingo razor i love it i really do i'll confess this was a new product to me i didn't even know about flamingo until they reached out to us and said hey you want to try our razors i'm up for trying new things i remember you know, show. your email after you tried it and you said i'm a convert 
Yeah, it's really good, you guys. Kara agrees. So that's uh, two out of two women I've talked to. There you go. 100%. No further research needed. So what is Flamingo? What is it? It's a, well, first of all, it's what brought you this here episode. This episode is brought to you in part by Flamingo, which is a collective of women at Harry's, a men's shaving brand, and they saw an opportunity to create better hair removal solutions for women. And they done did, Ross, because it's all in the pivot, right? When you are shaving legs, it's all like turn, 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 turn. I'm nodding like I um, I know this. Well, you can imagine. But yes, that would be the problem. it sounds reasonable, yeah. Yeah, and that's how you end up nicking yourself. But this, this pivots so well. It's so good. It really is, I think, the best razor I've used. Fantastic. Not that I'm keeping some list somewhere, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure. And you know, Flamingo has designed a shave set that's dedicated to helping you enjoy shaving, Ross. It's a $22 value, but just for you, it's $16 and ships free. And by you, she means you, the listener. Right. As well, not just me. Right, right, right. Correct. The shave set is your end-to-end routine in one reusable pouch. Gel, the razor, extra blade, lotion, and a holder so it doesn't get lost in the shower. Yeah, that, that holder is real good, too. Also, it's 2019, so it's cruelty and paraben-free. I like that. And I know our listeners care about such things because yeah. they're cool people. For sure. Don't test your razors on animals. It's just rude. So get a set with all your shave essentials from Flamingo, the brand that Vogue, Glamour, really everybody's talking about. It's a $22 value. It's just $16 with free shipping today when you visit shopflamingo.com slash oh no. That's right. Visit shopflamingo.com slash oh no, O-H-N-O. Anyway, we were saying... Oh, we uh, buried the lead on Bess. Something very cool about just her. Keep burying all these leads. She's a retired microbiologist. Yes. So she told us that she buried the lead. She was telling us about her life, and she just sort of threw off the like. Well, I was a scientist. Yeah, at scientist UCLA for like you know three decades lab. or something. La-dee, oh, Whoa, oh, wait, whoa, hang on. What? Back up. Tell, tell us about me that. More. Uh, yeah, uh, that that's gold to us. But of course, Scott was just like, yeah, okay. Well, I liked her all the more. Yeah, we want to hear more about that. <laughs> but yeah, so she was a microbiologist. She, what'd she tell us? Why did why did she end up going into this? She felt like her life was missing Yeah, something. she had entered a funk where she just wasn't feeling good and wasn't feeling energized. And so she tried, a, she said a number of things, different spiritual practices, and they were all fine. But it was when she started doing the Sudarsha Kriya, Mm. that's when really it all clicked for her and, okay, this is what I need in my life. Okay. She was really selling the Sudarsha Kriya without saying anything about what that is. Okay, let's see. There's a whole section. Well, we're going to learn when we do their class. Don't spoil it. Well, I assume it's some sort of breathing thing. Probably. Because all of their things are breathing. It's a breathing thing. And I think of the Kriya Yoga that Paramahansa Yogananda taught. So some sort of connection there. But she promoted that quite a bit without really giving us any details about it. Just, oh, sounds really good now, doesn't it? Well, you'll have to come back (laughs) and find out what it is. You're going to love it so much. Yeah, and she said that she was going to teach us a breathing technique, and I thought, oh, wait a minute, I've already learned it, because I had been watching all these videos that Ah. they sent to us when we signed up. 
So there was. Oh, they sent so many emails. Oh man, they send a lot of emails. It's like it feels like every day there's an email, and then just a couple of days ago they sent me five or six emails in a row. Mm-hmm. That did they have some mistake with the server that accidentally just oh weird resent okay. every email? I don't know. They also send a lot of texts if you give them your number. So and they, hey, listen, they're great, but uh, but they do do that thing where they try to make it feel like you're talking to a person when of course you're not. Uh, right. So I would get these texts that are like, hey, it's Anna. Just making sure you got there okay. And I'd be like, hey, Anna, I'm looking for the door. Anna? <laughs> Anna? <laughs> oh, that's right. You're not real. Anna, this is my hour of need. Where yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah. And then I'd get, you know, a text an hour later. So glad you enjoyed it. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't exist. <laughs> but anyway, I did do some of the exercises in the videos. And one was a breathing exercise where you take a thumb and put it on your right nostril. Mm-hmm. And then take the two fingers of the same hand doing this as she describes it put it it on the other nostril okay okay and then now (laughs) and now class i'm going to release my thumb okay and i'm gonna breathe out through that nostril and then in through that nostril and then close it up with the thumb release the fingers and breathe out and then and then you just keep switching off plugging up one nostril and then the other. Very important for some reason that you exhale, then inhale, not the reverse. All right. Uh, so I did that for a while. It is calming. It is soothing. So I thought when she said she was going to teach us a breathing yeah, technique, I was like, like, I got this down. Oh, uh, a lady. <laughs> I already know the art of living. But, but it she turned had out that so- wasn't it. She had something new prepared for us. Yes. It was... Ocean breathing. Ocean breathing. And she was searching for the term. Eventually, she remembered, ah, ujjayi breathing. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, it's like snoring, essentially, but you're awake. Yeah. You're going to be kind of compressing the the passages yeah. at the, the back of your throat. Yeah. Yeah. And so she said, OK, well, I'm going to I'm going to demonstrate this for you, but I'm going to exaggerate it so you can hear me. So she breathed very much like that, though. So if you try to do a Donald Duck voice, you're going to affect the same muscles in your lower throat that you want to use here like a uh, good old clarence nash ducky nash uh yeah exactly the same he was the voice of donald i got it but now it's tony and selma <laughs> okay we'll wait all right i'm done that's right. it there's only been two voices well donald glover what donald glover is the new voice of donald duck in ducktales no not donald glover don Cheadle. is he really yeah don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. what you oh, gotta listen to my other podcast, Hidden Mickey's, if you want gems like this, people. I gotta catch up on it. Well, the, uh, you know what? I knew he had become a voice for the show, but I didn't realize he was playing he's playing Donald. Donald Duck. Yeah, what? and he's real good. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. It's impressive. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> so so then she wanted us to all breathe like that. Right. So you breathe out and in. <sighs> but we're doing this with our mouths open, so you can hear it. Mm-hmm. But you'll be closing your mouth. Yeah. So do that behind your lips. Now, you and I, I think, both struggled with the same thing at the beginning, which is kind of putting too much effort into it. So we were both like, (laughs) got it, we're doing it, we're Ross and Gary. (laughs) That sounds wrong out of context, but (laughs) we, uh, yeah, I think... I was at least just trying to make sure I was getting the feel of that sensation yeah. first before I tried to do it 
placidly. I, I was mostly trying to hear the sounds, like make sure mm-hmm. I heard it. And I think also when you're in this small group, you want to show the teacher like, yes, I'm doing it. Can you hear mm-hmm. it? You know, um, but then uh, somewhere through the process, I just automatically pulled back a little bit, just about like 25% less effort. Okay. And I suddenly felt that blissful feeling oh. that I knew I was going for. Oh, I wow. Know, okay, okay, wait, stay there, stay there. So I was able to maintain that for another, I don't know, two minutes. Oh. We didn't do it very long. No, not very long. But uh, even with me making that concentrated effort and feeling like my throat was drying out a bit, it was still calming mm-hmm. and I felt... Like I could keep my mind focused more than I usually do during that sort Mm. of meditation. Mm -hmm. Usually my brain will wander more. And because of that effort, I was really keeping the focus on the breath. So that that was nice. Yeah. But then she kind of scolded me afterwards when I admitted that I was working hard to achieve that effect. She said, oh, you're just doing it too hard. You need to ease up. Like, look, it's my first blamed She blamed herself. She said, I should have told you this. Oh, that's true. She did turn it back at herself. She'd also invited us, if we wanted to, to sit with our legs in a cross position. My preferred way to sit. She didn't do it because uh, her pants were too tight. She had <laughs> she too much been on, a cruise. on a recent cruise with Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. And the food was too good. I, you know, as soon as she said, I can't cross my legs. My pants are too tight. I just came back from a, I thought, cruise. Because man, they load oh. you up. I've never been on a cruise. I'm going on one in 10 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Going to the Bahamas on the love boat. Oh, that's right. Yes, everybody. This is the point of the episode. Drew and I are going on a love boat themed cruise with Princess Cruises with Gavin McLeod on board as Captain Stubing. This was my anniversary <laughs> present to Drew. We both like the love boat. The no, end. That's amazing. But can I tell people what we're missing because you're going on that cruise? I'm trying to remember. A psychic Bigfoot retreat oh, or sorry, workshop. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. So you don't get to hear about psychic Bigfoot because <laughs> Carrie's on a love boat oh, listen, Gavin with McLeod. her love boat. <laughs> Gavin McLeod's really old. And if I don't see him now, I may never see him. Well, I, I wish you a bon voyage. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ross, is it? It is. So anyway, I was sitting in Lotus position, though, because it's my favorite way to sit. And I was. more comfortable to me. We realized there's this tyranny of yoga pants, that women have yoga pants, and there really isn't anything like that for men. You know. No uh, one wants to see the shape of a man's legs. I mean, there are yoga pants for men, but they're they're styled differently. They're just loose? They're like, well, you can look them up. Okay. You'll see. No, I refuse. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pull up a tab on my brow. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, they're like, they're usually, they're a little more sweatpants-like, but they have that same kind of texture as a women's yoga pants. Oh, those look very comfortable. You see? <laughs> maybe you just need some. Yeah, maybe I do. But yeah, I feel people would give me a hard time if I wore something as form-fitting as what women wear all the time with yoga pants. Pro- possibly. Those- and then you'd tell them to eat shit. Those look delightful. They are somewhere between pants and pajamas. Yeah, there you go. All right, I have to get some of these. I mean, for what we do, I should really have some dedicated yoga pants. No, you're right. But I did discover a few years ago this wonderful material, the stretchy denim. Uh huh. I just I hadn't realized that existed, and then once I went to buy pants, you know, and I'm always bummed when I try to like play hacky sack or just do anything in life in general, and pants regular denim is so restrictive. And uh, then I found these stretchy denim pants. This is amazing. (laughs) So I could also cross my legs. All right. And that's the moral of the story. 
So we're sitting there cross-legged. We're doing our breathing. We finish that up. And she tells us, you're going to learn a bunch more techniques mm-hmm. when you come to the happiness program. Yeah, I think Something that's right. Like that. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to assume <laughs> it's called the happiness program. We'll definitely tell you all about it after we do it. And it's every it's weekend. Like every weekend, a three-day class they offer. Yeah, like many hours long. Yeah. And oh, it is called the happiness program. I don't know how they can justify that if they only have three of us showing up for this introductory session. Where yeah. do you get the people? I fully expect us to be most of the attendees. That seems like a safe bet. Well, I hope there are some others there. But I do look forward to going back to that room. Yeah, I look forward to the whole thing. Hey, Carrie. Uh, yes. You know what? You over there mm-hmm. uh, across the table from me. Yeah. You, you remember my name? Table. <laughs> yeah, that's my name. Hey, Table, Table what's up? <laughs> yeah, I know we were talking about meditation mm-hmm. and breathing. Mm-hmm. And you know what that makes me think of? Websites. I do not follow even a little. Why? I didn't think I'd have to justify this. Huh. You well, know, let's table my, this. My mind <laughs> flits around mm-hmm. and uh, you never know where it'll land. Oh, no, but- fair enough. And so it landed on websites this time. Well, there's a website for everything. God, you're telling me. But sometimes they're ugly and you're like, where the heck did you make this? No one has time for ugly websites. Certainly not me. But you know what I always have time for? Squarespace. Yes, a beautiful website made by Squarespace. Carrie's closing her eyes. (laughs) I really am. It sounds so so good. Always beautiful, always Mm. thoughtful. The content is always perfect. There's just nothing like a Squarespace website. Well, they can't really control the content. No, they, yeah. mm -hmm, Okay, mm -hmm. but. but, They sign off on every single thing on every single one of their websites. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. know about that. But (laughs) with Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website and turn your cool idea into a place that people can come visit. Exactly. On the internet, on the World Wide Web. It was just in your head, shuttling about from one neuron to the other, and now it's on the World Wide Web and anyone can see it. Exactly. That's just amazing. like when Table's thinking about stuff and he ends up thinking about websites. He does that. Yeah. You can also promote your physical or online business with your new pretty website. You could announce an upcoming event or maybe a special project. And get this, more. There are more things you could do. There's kind of endless things yeah, you could do. We gave you a few, but you can use those same bouncing neurons mm-hmm. to come up with other ideas to use your website for. Maybe you'll start a blog. Maybe you'll start a letter, an open letter to your mother. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And Squarespace gives you beautiful, customizable templates that were created by world-class designers. Mm -hmm. And powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. Almost anything. You can't sell human remains. You just can't. Oh, anything. Sure. Okay. Anything possible to sell. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good proviso. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. So when you go there on your iPhone, you'll be like, oh, this still looks good. Thank God. Yeah. You don't have to ask yourself, do I need to create a responsive version of this site as well? It's built in. That's how Squarespace works. Hello. This is Squarespace we're talking about. And this is 2019. Mm-hmm. They also give you analytics that help you grow in real time. And built-in search engine optimization. Pretty freaking good. Yeah. That's everything I want in a website. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code ONO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Enter code ONO, O-H-N-O. Anywho. 
she also gave us a long talk about just her experience in the art of living. I had to look at it as I was saying it because I want to get it wrong. And her experiences with Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, she was answering questions for us. We couldn't take notes in this situation, and I didn't have any way to take notes. And so she was giving us a lot of factual information. I was trying so hard to focus. Mm-hmm. So she was telling us about Indian scientists 5,000 years ago who researched how breathing was attached to emotions. She mentioned Rishi, mm-hmm. an Indian scientist from 5,000 years ago. She talked about Pierre Filippo. Uh, I was working really hard to remember that one. It's like, I'm going to remember that for later and I'm going to write it down. <laughs> Looking him up. So apparently he was in the modern era and experimented on breathing as it applies to emotions. And mm. his big discovery was that it goes both ways. So if you feel a certain emotion, it will dictate how you breathe. Emotions are very much tied to your breathing pattern. So I'm really angry. You know, breathing shallowly and angrily. I don't know, whatever it may be. So what he found was that it works the opposite way so that if you can get yourself into a state of breathing, then you'll feel that emotion that goes with it. Right. Uh, Interesting. You can put the cart before the horse and still get the cart. Each informs the other. Yeah. Your mental state and your breathing and right. each other. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. I think I would have suspected that was the case, but nice to have it confirmed. Mm-hmm. If uh, you look we up, assume. Right. If you look up Pierre Filippo on Google Images, you get a bunch of pictures of flies. Okay. So that's important. She also told us what Sudarsha Kriya means, uh-huh. even if she didn't tell us uh, what it is. So Su means proper, and the Darsha part is vision. Proper vision through breath. Through or cleansing. Yeah, breathing, cleansing. So, um, yeah, we'll look forward to finding out what all that is. She also talked a fair amount about energy points within the body, and she was kind of searching for the words and sort of looking at chi, and then she eventually landed on, well, prana would be kind of what we're talking about, and various pranayam exercises that help you control that life force, that prana. Mm-hmm. Then she was talking about meridians throughout the body, and eventually she got to the word nadi. Mm-hmm. So those are uh, the points where energy transfers happened from within and without the body. So uh, where the 405 meets the 101. Yeah. <laughs> so those were all concepts that we would be learning to manipulate and interact with. Uh, yeah, I was almost tempted when she had us doing the ocean breathing, the ujjayi breathing. She was talking about the back of the neck, and I was like, oh, is it the nuchal chakra? Mm-hmm. But uh, she wasn't She wasn't talking about chakras just yeah, yet. Yeah, I asked about chakras, and she's like, no, 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 because there's only like seven of those, and there, oh, okay. and there are a bunch of, I think she said there were either hundreds or thousands of these oh, okay. meridians. All right, so she didn't talk about a hollow chakra. Correct. Oh, boy. All of these different terms. Once our time had come up, she sort of looked at her watch and said, oh, well, I I guess we're now at time. So uh, you can both leave. I'm going to talk to Scott a little longer. And so we got to wander off. So here's a nice thing about Art of Living is that (laughs) if you've taken taken the happiness program before and you've kind of lapsed in your attendance and you just want a brush up course, they can do that for you for a reduced rate. 
So Scott was thinking about either doing that, which means he'd come back on a weekend for three days and only pay a hundred bucks, or she very nicely said, "Or I can just meet with you and I can t- I can remind you of the tools so that you can go on to the next mm-hmm. thing." Mm-hmm. I thought, "Okay, that's nice. It's very non money grubbing." Yeah, and he said, "Oh, do I meet you then, like right before?" that session and she said oh we can do it after mm-hmm. that was interesting yeah so you can come in and watch so yeah. she was conferring with him in that giant room while we uh walked back downstairs and checked out the literature in the lobby yeah we looked at their calendar of events we sure did and said we gotta come back this was very oh, pleasant totally i am quite smitten with bess and bess is my girlfriend you know uh we can let her decide <gasps> oh no we will not she's a woman We'll fight over her. She has no choice. But but, but it's a a 21st century. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we'll be back. I'm looking forward to this. And uh, and so far, they haven't tried to take all our money or turn us into mindless cult followers. Exactly. Of course, we only spent an hour with them. So we'll see. You know, sometimes they start out easy and then it changes. So we'll find out. I'll say this. Already doing better than Scientology at not being creepy. Absolutely. Because you meet those Scientologists the very first time you're like, something dead is behind your eyes. (laughs) You just don't realize how creepy you are when you're trying to body route me into your org. But but Bess, you just love her. When you're trying to find my ruin. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hi, everybody. We just told you about our experience at the Art of Living Foundation, and we were all set to follow up. Uh, Back in December, we purchased two entries into the happiness program. We thought, let's keep going with the Art of Living. I want to learn to be happier. Yeah. Why not? It it promises a lot of things, and it was a, a weekend class. Actually, like three days, right? Yeah. Most of a weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and then they would have like an evening class on a Monday. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, we can do that. And they are such a, pleasant people. Yeah, and they offered them a lot of different places around LA and they had a multiple weekend options. So we thought, oh good, this is much easier than signing up for say a CDP. But you can all already tell since we're using the subjunctive mood <laughs> right. that this didn't go as we planned. This didn't work out. So it cost three hundred and ninety five dollars per entry to yeah that's a lot to take this course absolutely a significant fee and so we'd submitted that it up and we'd bought in advance uh, as the date approached you looked more carefully at the agreement we had signed as we signed up yeah so i try to always read every contract i sign which by the way when i bought a car i was sitting there a long long time but not every end user license agreement that you oh, have to like, sign for Apple when right. they want to update no, your iPhone. I, I do scroll through it just to make sure I don't see like in all caps like, and your head. You know. <laughs> what about nuts? Right. Yeah. So I was like, you know, this is important. I should definitely read this one. Mm-hmm. Went through it and realized, oh, uh, really am by signing this guaranteeing that I won't talk about it anywhere and you realize that if you do cancel your class then you will be penalized a hundred dollars that you won't get back so that oh shoot well now we're in kind of a sticky wicket yeah so we did have our good friend and lawyer matthew take a look hi matthew we love matthew and his take was basically like well this would be hard to enforce 
And it was probably put there just to stop people from stealing the course content itself, right. which has probably either happened or, you know, they've, it, they've been burned by that before. And in fact, they have. Yeah. So the language of this is, I will not disclose the content of the program to anyone. I will not attempt to instruct others in the techniques used in the program unless and until I have received the relevant organization teacher training and have been certified by the organization to teach this program. Yeah. Now, to be clear, we hadn't signed this before we did our first session, the one we just told you about. This was just something we were asked to sign before the, what's it called, Happiness Academy? No, that's the Raelians. (laughs) The Art of Living Happiness Program. Okay, the Happiness Program. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we kind of had a couple options here. We could have just gone ahead and gone forward and said, well, this, you know, this is kind of unenforceable. Our odds are good of, you know, they're not being trouble here. And I realized like, oh, this really is kind of a, a line in the sand for me. I just really don't feel comfortable like signing my name to something that I'm really not planning to do. And this says I'm not going to talk about it. And Fair. I just uh, it didn't sit right with me. So I said, I'm really sorry, Ross. I'll give you $100, though. <laughs> Yeah, it did not. It didn't trouble me in that way, but uh, certainly makes sense that you felt that way. By the way, I should mention the disclaimer was much longer than just the tiny little section I read. But mm-hmm. essentially, we were agreeing not to release any of the contents of the program, not to disclose, uh, not to copy or modify. And I wasn't going to take your hundred dollars, but that was very <laughs> kind of you to offer. But we wrote the person whose email address had kind of sent some of the emails about this happiness program, yeah. just to ask hey, you know, we want to be up and up. And at this point, might as well, you know, if we're going to pull out of the class, might as well ask if you'd be open to it. So, hey, we're we're from a podcast. This is what we do. Here's Mm -hmm. some of our episodes. And he wrote back, seemed genuinely interested in having us there, saying, oh, I'm sure we can make this happen. I still want you to come this weekend. And we thought, well, that's probably not going to happen. But he sort of shot it up the divisional ranks and said, you know, I'm going to ask to make sure it's okay for you. And uh, he didn't get an answer, or at least he's never responded in quite a while since then. There was some sort of back and forth where he was saying, at least to me, he was saying, you know, oh, you can talk about stuff, you just can't try to teach the techniques. And I'd be like, okay, are you you're, are you 100% sure that's all? You know, and then, and then he'd come back and clearly he'd had a conversation with someone else and say, oh, well, you know, it's just, we can't have you talking about any of the content. And, you know, it's just yeah. like, well, what does that okay. mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and at one point I had to say, clear. hey, with our show, we talk about everything. Hey, I showed up and this is what the walls look like. Right. And then I went up the stairs and then she was wearing big pants. Yeah. We laid down and, oh, we thought this was funny. And then they had us hold our breath for 15 seconds and what is that the content of your course because if we're describing exactly what happens that's kind of uh, indistinguishable right and so at some point at least uh he wasn't responding to me anymore i know that i had a, a phone conversation with him as well and i'm struggling to remember which parts were via email and via phone but anyway yeah we weren't getting this very clear answer and we have been in this situation before where the uh the person on the other side is kind of like expecting it to be positive Mm -hmm. and so you really need them to spell out exactly what you can say because we're not here to market other people's programs we're here to you know actually tell our true experience right and he was clearly an optimist and as far as i could tell he was really into us doing the show Mm -hmm. and was rooting for it on the other end uh but yeah it didn't work out and very kindly he refunded our entire entry fees very nice so i wanted to point that out and, you know, now we don't know the exact content of that course. Of course, if they do tell us in the future, you can come back and do it. 
We'll do yeah. it. Uh, we would have learned the Sudarshan Kriya. That was the, yeah. the main content of this, learning to breathe. And that breathing will help you reduce stress and it'll help you be healthier. And it'll help keep your mind in the present. Uh, so now I'm just going to have to live without those benefits in my life. <laughs> and I did look and there has been a lawsuit relevant to something like this happening before where I think a defector ended up publishing like a bunch of the course contents. So I'm sure they're very careful about it now. Yeah. I get it. And, you know, if they had had some sort of request, like, go ahead, attend the class, tell about it, but please don't say X, mm-hmm. we would have at least entertained that right. idea. Yeah, but- please don't call it ayahuasca. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we would either put our feet down or comply. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, we ever pick that up again. But this was going to be a multi-parter, and uh, here is our... Single parter. Way to happiness, art of happiness. Way of, uh, way to happiness academy. Art, art of living <laughs> happiness program. Well, well, that's it for our show. Yeah, that's it. Uh, our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Ian Kramer is our administrative manager. You can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. As well, you can go to Facebook.com forward slash OnRack see books. See what? See photos, see videos, see book recommendations, see posts, see jokes, see everything. See live stream videos and yeah, all kinds of fun or content. Or maybe just influence an election. You could do that. The worst. Well. There's lots of fun stuff on our corner of Facebook. That's right. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Ono Podcast. Leave us a positive review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to us so other people can find us. That's right. And say, oh, I respect this person on the internet who has told me about Ross and Carrie and given them a five-star reviews. We want to get over 20,000 five-star reviews. We need 100,000 stars. <laughs> if your name is Francesca, I have specially selected you to write a positive five-star review about us. Well, thank you, Francesca. Thank you, Francesca. In advance. We appreciate that. I really like feeling like I gave someone that weird experience. Yeah, that one like, person oh, like, shit, wait, My what? name is Francesca. What? Why? Hmm. What the hell? D- does this mean I actually have to do that now? Yeah, you do, Francesca. Yeah, actually, you yes, do. you do, Francesca. And even if four of you write to me, I'm going to tell you you were the only one. <laughs> That's right. And I'll back her up. Thank you. Like a faith healer. And remember. In the words of Sri Sri Ravi Shankar on Twitter, while thrill, wonderment, and empathy lead one to yoga, union with the higher self, apathy leads one to inertia. Welcome back, and thank you, Dan, for that scathing report. As you know, Max Fun Drive is coming up March 18th to March 29th, which has some folks pretty excited. But as families around the world get ready to celebrate this season of giving, community, and quality podcasts, some are wondering if it's just too much. Are they, though? They are. Some people are all for comedy and culture, but with 45 shows offering hundreds of hours of bonus content, plus all the Max Fun meetups taking place around the world, some people think it's too much. While other people think it sounds totally awesome. I took my granddaughter to the mall to get her picture taken, and the mall pod fairy was short. And I, you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry, but everyone knows the pod fairy is tall. Well, I think we should just leave it there. (laughs) 
Until next time, here's the news you need to know. Max Fun Drive runs from March 18th through 29th. Be sure to listen to all of your favorite podcasts. I know I will. Have you ever watched a movie so bad you just needed to talk to somebody about it? Well, here at the Flophouse, we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. We'll watch it and we'll talk it. We do the hard work. Featuring the beautiful vocal talents of Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And me, America's rascal, Elliot Kalin. New episodes every other Saturday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.